Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hey, I love you so. I want you to know. Man, is that song good. That's KC and the Sunshine Band with Please Don't Go. I haven't heard that song in so long, and that song is just great. And I just want to welcome you to this new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host, this and every episode, and welcome. How is everybody doing? Just had some coffee, so I'm a little more chipper than maybe you want me to be. But also, NBA season is here. And you all may remember Andy Frasco, friend of our show, incredible singer-songwriter, and one of the best live acts in the world today. If you have not seen Andy perform in a concert setting or in a festival, please do, because it is an experience. And he is going on tour up like, you know, starting soon up until December. So make sure to check him out because he is absolutely incredible. AndyFrasco.com for dates. Just an outstanding performer. But Andy is also a fellow NBA fan. Every time I see him in festivals or venues across the country, we talk hoops. And he is representing his beloved Lakers. And I am, of course, uh, representing my Miami Heat that I love. But So this is kind of a crossover episode. You know, obviously Andy's music, but NBA season is upon us. So we are going to preview the NBA season. We're going to chat about LeBron. We're going to chat about Brooklyn. Kind of, you know, just a little bit of a basketball geek, geek out episode with my dear friend here. So please indulge us. But welcome to this new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Buckle up. Enjoy. Uh, Even if you're not a big NBA aficionado, you're going to enjoy Andy's comedy because he is hilarious. Uh, So welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. If you're new to the show, please click subscribe. Give us a review. That thing helps. Let's get on with it. Andy Frasco, NBA preview on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Yo, the one, the only. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Good to see How you. Are you. Good to see you, my friend. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm just uh, just got home from Europe uh, and catching up on my other life podcasting. <laughs> right, right on, right on. I hear that, man. How how was European tour? It looked amazing. It was great. You know, it's like they got out of COVID a little later than we did, so they're you know it was like an the shows weren't as big as um as they used to be, but it was still mm. great. We still had great turnouts. We're we're selling out shows in Germany and selling out shows in Netherlands. So I can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. Great. I mean, everything you posted, you know, you had you were in Barcelona with those goblets of, of you know, of good oh, drinks yeah. and great food, man. And you know, so good for you, man. Love it. I love it, man. How's the podcast doing? Oh, man, everything is going great. And, uh, you know, of course, you're also the host of World Saving Podcast. Really great stuff, man, what you're doing there. And you're going to be heading back out on tour with our really, really good friend, Paul McDonald and some other people later yeah. this year, man. So yeah. I got to get we all got we all got to have a beer in Nashville when I get back in town. Dude, absolutely. Oh, my God. You, me and Paul. Man, that's that's problematic. 
You know? Yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm down with it. You know, I love it. Tamer than us, but we'll figure it out. I love it, Andy. But man, listen, you know, you're a great musician, and people can uh, tune into your stuff. You have a new single out, but today we're here to talk hoops, my friend. To Let's go! Because the NBA season is upon us, my friend. And every time I see you, wherever it is, Andy, in any stage, you know, I feel like Paul McCartney could be playing, and I just want to talk hoops with you, man. I love I'm it. Just, I'm just like, man, don't pay attention to that Paul McCartney solo. Let, what do you think of the Celtics? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, this is my type of podcast. Let's do it. I love it, bro. So, uh, man, first, I, I got I to gotta tell you, you're a well-known Laker fan. Man. Yeah. I mean, Jack Nicholson, you know, Denzel Washington, Andy Frasco, you know what I mean? It's like Laker fans galore, man. I so first thing, I got to ask you, how did you become a, a diehard Laker fan, Andy? Um, when I was in um, fourth grade, I grew up in L.A. And when I was in fourth grade, um, I f- fell in love with uh, Nick Van Exel and Eddie Jones and like the, the 90s Laker team, Vladi Divac, right. um, Eldon Campbell, like those guys. And they, were, they weren't good. It was right before Shaq came in. Shaq came and then they signed Kobe. But something about the energy of Nick Van Exel and Eddie Jones and now they're always Love smiling and having fun and like everyone, you know, and then there's like it, at at the staple well, was a forum then but at the forum it was uh you know just it was just a party like they had all the celebrities there all the fans were really down for the lakers and as a fourth grader you know it was like i want to get into this this sounds awesome and you know it's like i wasn't really a good basketball player but i just loved the game how fast it was and how it takes a team to like really accomplish a, a goal and i just I've always been about it. And um, so my dad took me to my first Laker game when I was like fourth grade. And I was like, I couldn't, I was glued and I was hooked ever since. Man, I love, and I love that team. And I love that you, that means you're like a real fan. I love Eddie Jones, man. And um, yeah, it was great, man. And the Heat oh, got it for a minute, remember? Yeah, they signed them. Well, like it was a part of the deal where they got um, Kobe because he got traded to the Hornets, I think for yes. for the trade to get Kobe because right. Vladi Vladi went to Vladi Divac went to the Hornets too I believe right. I think that was the yeah. trade to get Kobe in the 18th pick yeah you're so, right the Hornets the Hornets picked Kobe yes it's traded and Eddie Jones and Vladi Divac for the pick I gotcha yeah and then then uh then um Eddie had a couple knee injuries and then but yeah. he was still scoring like 18 points a game for the Hornets or 21 points a game. Then he went to um the Heat and I think he won a ring with the Heat. No, no. We we you know, we had that bad luck that Alonzo Morning kind of like Oh, health, yeah, he got hurt. Collapsed, basically, his health yeah. collapsed and that threw everything out the window basically. Oh shit. Says love you, brother. You're Man, you're a Heat fan, yeah? Yeah, man, I'm a Heat fan. I'm a Heat fan, but uh, Matt, respect for those 90s Lakers team for sure. So what about, uh, I just watched the Redeem team. Yeah. Uh, and really uh, good, right? I didn't, re- yeah, I didn't realize Dwayne Wade got hurt and it kind of like screwed the trajectory of the team for a couple years. And he was in the same ever, ever since that injury. Man, 08 Wade was like, people forget how good he was. He was yeah. like unstoppable. Oh, um, yeah. He was incredible. But then, yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt. And he kind of was never the same, honestly. Yeah. 
I, I mean, he, he changed his game a little bit and had like a little bit of a second half, but you know, he was unstoppable before that, Andy. You know? Yeah, a lot of those guys too, like uh, Trace McGrady, mm-hmm. get one big injury. Like he was the best player, and to get one big injury, and they they feel like they have to change the game because they can't be jumpers anymore. They can't, right. you know. It's like I see that with a lot of uh, in football, a lot of like quarterbacks who are runners. Yeah. They get one big hit and then they get scared and then they, <laughs> they change them. I'd be, I mean, you know, I'd be like kind I, of an athlete, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, going to my experience of that, I was like, I used to be fearless on the stage until like one day I crowd surfed into like a sh- uh, like eight shot glasses and I <laughs> and I literally like I didn't see them on the floor, so when they pushed me down back on the stage, my leg hit you know eight to ten shot glasses and i had to get like uh, 20 stitches and like i was bleeding out but i still kept playing i'm like that was the stupidest thing could have got staph infection so i'm just bleeding like an NBA, you're like an nba player and like it's like fourth year like you know that yeah. second yeah yeah i got you Andy. you had a couple you had a couple good years you feel <laughs> invincible then bam ACL injuries. (laughs) Oh, man, I love it. I love it, dude. So this season, dude, it's like drama, man. I love drama. I love nothing like NBA drama. And I think, man, what do you think of uh, of the like the Brooklyn Nets this year? Because, you know, like, like, what's your take on that shit show? They changed their tune real quickly when they realized they couldn't get traded to the teams they wanted. I bet you this is what happened. Kevin Durant, uh, Brooklyn Nets got offers from like fucking Charlotte Hornets <laughs> and they got <laughs> offers from like Sacramento Kings that would give them exactly what they wanted. The, the thousand draft picks and, you know, two stars or two young stars. And he's like, I'm not going to to Sacramento. And then they changed their tune. And then, then with the Kyrie thing, you know, a lot of these guys leverage the Lakers to get what they want, you know, because they know that the Lakers can do it in a way, however possible. They're going to they, they're going to get star power no matter what, even if it's like not paying them as much and then secretly paying them through all the other bullshit, you know, like right. the the side sponsorships that come with living in L.A. Sure. And, you know, I just think, yeah. But they really did change it too. They're all like, screw the coach, screw, screw the owners, you know, and all of a sudden they couldn't get what they wanted. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna work this out because they're they're still yeah. making 300 million. I mean, Durant's making what 220? Yeah. And he just signed an extension. That's why this like uh young people, young athletes, the entitlement is crazy. Like you no one is no one commits to anything anymore. You know, that's what's sad about our generation right now. It's like all right, I committed to five years with someone, but the time right when something's going bad, um, I want out. You know, it's like then if you were feeling like like you should have checked the vibes before, you knew that things were not that good, but you still took the contract. Like it's um, I don't know, it's kind of sad. There's no loyalty right now. Oh, it's a problem. Like you said, you know, Duran signed like a four year contract last year. Yeah, once out. Yeah, exactly. So. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1, Athletic Greens, because honestly, my energy was crashing. I was also bloated. I was not being myself, and it was starting to affect the podcast. Quite frankly, it was simply just affecting, you know, our our travels to cover festivals, to cover music, to uh, our interviews. Um, You know, my gut health was, was being affected. 
And I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. And I hated taking pills. I hated taking vitamins. So I wanted to see what all the hype was about with AG1. Uh, I've been on it for about two months now, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super like healthy. It, it, it has a beautiful kind of mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. And uh, it's incredible. I take it every morning uh, with about eight, nine ounces of water, cold water, shake it. And it, it just feels like nourishing your body so deliciously. I mean, the digestion just moves beautifully. Energy is beautiful. It's so simple to do. And it really starts my day on the right foot. And it's kind of changed my life, quite frankly, because it's affected the days, the weeks, the months. And it's, it's allowed me to take ownership of my health. You know, I rely now on AG1 to be more productive with you guys, with the podcast, with covering music festivals, with covering music events. And I've actually started to tell my family and friends about it. I know my sister loves it, you know, and she was very skeptical at first, but she loves it. You know, love about it, the taste, love the simplicity. And I think it's something that you guys will love, especially also like easy to travel. If you guys travel like me, you can take it with you and you can just take your health on the go, guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the best option for easy, optimal nutrition out there. You take one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens that it just changes your life, really. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash jrodconcerts. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash jrodconcerts to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Kind of glad that like ownership won there, you know, the leverage battle. Yeah, yeah, you know it. It, it's cool. You know, I also know that ownership's greedy as shit and it is, it is a player's <laughs> league. But like, take all that ego out of it. It's like, if you're committing to something, like, you know, it's like, I'm not going to like book a whole tour and then just because I don't feel good, cancel it. You know, right. I got, right. it's like, we have obligations and we have people that are relying on us to entertain. So, um, you know, just do the work. And, uh, you know, that's why I kind of like respect this Rus the Westbrook thing right now with Russell. We, they, everybody shitted on him. He thought he was getting traded every week and then no one could pick him up and we kept him. and he has a pretty good attitude about it. He's trying, he's smiling, you know, he's a pro, you know, it, it'd be so weird to be an athlete and, oh, and like every year you're, you're in the trade block, you know? Right. Right. So it must, it's like, and to still execute when everyone doesn't believe in you is like, you know, that's yeah. mind power. And that's, you know, that's why I respect the hell out of athletes. Cause like, yeah, like there's no loyalty. So everyone, even if you're like the top player for your team, they're still thinking of trading you if it's going to get them something better. Amen, brother. I always think of moving like your house. It looks so beautiful. And you've obviously spent hours with the vibe and you got to yeah. pack up your shit and just move to fucking, you know, Sacramento. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I'm, I'm dealing <laughs> with that now. Like I might have to sell my house. So I'm like, no kidding. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My um business part, I I bought this with a business partner because we're Airbnb and stuff. Yeah, and we're going through like um a situation right now where like I either have to buy it, buy the whole thing, or let it go. I'm like, and you put so much time and effort into making right. it your own. It's kind of, it's um, you know, it it Amen. makes you think, you know. Makes Absolutely, you brother. So, do you think Brooklyn's gonna work? Is I guess you know, like to 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 put a. A ribbon on it man you know you I put don't know ben in there all this drama all you know people hated each other and now they're like putting a, a good face Will i it think it, i mean it's it's about the bench you know like we realize that having three stars and no bench doesn't do anything right. you see like the teams that have been making it into the finals and winning it are the guys that have a strong bench milwaukee had a great bench uh golden state had a great bench austin uh, yeah who else had a great bench? There was one other team. Um, oh, Phoenix Suns went deep because they had a great bench. You can't just like pay. This is what's wrong with the Lakers. I mean, this year I feel more optimistic because uh, we have a lot more young guys who who took um, pay cuts. But um, it's it doesn't make sense. But I've been watching the preseason games of the Nets. And like Ben Simmons is still on his bullshit doing <laughs> one, for, one for nine for jump shot. <laughs> six assists. I mean, granted, they don't need them to shoot, but if you're just, it's the Westbrook syndrome, you know, Westbrook. Yeah. yeah they're like, all right, shoot. We're going to double team Duran and Kyrie. And we're going to make you, you're, we're going to make you beat us. That shit's not going to work. Eventually. I mean, no. it, it, they may win some games in the season, but you know, whatever, yeah. maybe second round. So let's talk about your Lakers, Andy, because Ooh. man, man, everybody loves to talk about the Lakers. It I is know. like young and the restless. Every day. In the <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I, I've been watching every preseason game. I've been, I was in Europe and like the games were at like four thirty in the morning. So I'd like set my alarm clock wow. to, up to go to the game, watch the games. This is to see the young kids play. Man, Anthony Davis looks great. He's moving he? good. Yeah, he's moving good, you know, but he's always in. He, he's scary because, he, you know, that's why, I, like, I agree. He shouldn't be a center. He's going to get pushed around. We needed a center. That's why we got Damian Jones and um, we got a few and we got Thomas Bryant back. We got a lot of the, our centers that we, like, drafted back. But I, 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 I'm optimistic. I don't think they're, like, going to be, like, the top team in the West. But I do think they're going to be three to five. Sure, sure. And, and how do you see LeBron, Andy? How do you see LeBron right now, man? He's so good. It's crazy how good. Like I'm always. This is like those years. This is like the same thing when Kobe signed his contract. It's like uh, right before he had the Achilles, but he was yeah. like kind of getting hurt a lot more than expected. But he kept playing, kept playing, and then it was like the year when the Lakers signed uh, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Dennis right. Rodman, Dwight Howard. Then it was like the Dwight Howard years, but right. like, excuse me, th that was the wrong years. The the Carl Malone years was the right before Shaq left. This yeah, the the other the one, yeah, the other one was when he was retiring, and they had um, Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, they had um, you know Ron Artest, they had one, they had Powell getting older, and they're horrible. And then Kobe you know, did a miracle thing and got him back into the playoffs in the last game of the playoffs or last game before the playoffs, he tore his Achilles, Ugh. you know? And it was like, it was like, and there's so much, I, I don't know. LeBron is, I don't think LeBron's minds. He understands that he might not win ever a ring ever again. 
and he's like changing the narrative to just focusing on beating um kareem's point point scoring yeah it's, i just respect that he lo- wants to be in la and uh you know it, it's i'm never worried about the laker because everyone wants to move to la so mm-hmm. got the lakers are the lakers man yeah and the star power and you know we're gonna have shitty years it's every 10 years we win one so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm just I just want competition and I, I want I don't want ego like last year was too ego driven. Everyone, you know, I just want I want players who are who are there to play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, give us some give us some heart, you know. And uh, Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be, man. I think, you know, you guys will make a nice run better than last year for sure. Yeah, we got a no bullshit coach. Darvin Ham is no bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. And I like that, that. I like that ownership is kind of like looking ahead, not making stupid decisions, you know? Uh, yeah. Not trading the picks just to get exactly. like a hurt miles Turner and a <laughs> no defense buddy heel just to get yeah, a couple man. of shots in. I'm like, exactly. I like it. I, I you like know, it. it's like, it's patience. And like, they understand that LeBron's 40 and <laughs> Anthony Davis is injury prone. And like, if we, you know, put our, if we hedge our bet on trying to get LeBron a ring that cripples the organization for another yeah. 10 years. So exactly. it's like, we're not going to do that again. I hope. Exactly. Exactly. But man, I could talk to you hoops for hours. So let's do <laughs> to the fucking warriors. Let's Who do you think is going to win, man? Let, let's talk about the warriors for a second. Okay. Because you saw Draymond green clocking Jordan Poole in the face the other day. Or oh, trying yeah. to? Man, I how, do you, how do you recover from that? that? Okay, go ahead. I well, you know, clutch. He's a clutch act. He's a clutch. Uh, yeah, clutch is um, if um, is um, LeBron agents, LeBron James's agent, Rich Paul's company. Um, I think he's done being the third fiddle and no one appreciating him. And then he's got, and it's the contract year, so there's three dudes on contract that are wanting to get the max. Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. And they, everyone knows that Draymond's not getting the money, yeah. which is bullshit because the loyalty, they, the guy, without Draymond, that team would not win four rings. Hmm. So they're going to get the money to probably Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole's already a shit talker. And Draymond Green ain't going to put up with that. And he punched the shit out of him. I think they're going to, I don't think, how, why wouldn't they not drop them? He's not going to get traded. So like either Jordan Poole, they stick around and Jordan Poole becomes a free agent, which is possible, or they drop they got to drop Draymond, and that's when he's going to the Lakers. Uh, I see what I see, I see your your plan there. I mean, he would be perfect for the Lakers, honestly. Yes, no, he can't shoot a three. We still need shooters, but for defending that. Draymond, yeah. LeBron, and um, Anthony Davis in the front court. I mean, come on. That's yeah. crazy. I don't know. I think, but I did watch that. Did you watch the press conference with Draymond? I didn't. The, he looked he- sad. He looked, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but like, okay, what if someone, what if your homie, your best, your teammate just decked you in the face? How do you, how do you fix that? Man, that's what I'm, I, I mean, in a bad setting. Let's say you guys are starting like a world tour and like on the third fucking show. Some shit like that happens, you know. Can you yeah. recover? Can you can you come back from that? You know. I've had my 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 guitar player choke me out once. Mm. He uh, he was like we were. It was like um, 
we were in Europe. We were exhausted. He, I was chipping at him, you know, same thing as Jordan Poole. I was chipping at my guitar player and he came out there and he jumped from the front seat and grabbed my neck and said, I will end you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, word. I went too far. So maybe Jordan Poole is like, okay, I went too far. I was talking too much shit because he is, he is notorious for being a shit talker, Jordan Poole. So amazing, amazing dude. I don't know. It goes either way. Let's make some let's make some picks, brother. Let's make some picks. Just like, you know, big picture. How do you see this uh, this weird season transpiring, man? Maybe finals picks or something. Finals picture. Finals picture. Let's start with the East. Let's start with the East. Let's start with the East. You know, we we saw what happened with the Celtics as well. We didn't have time to talk to, to talk about that. But, you know, yeah, Celtics got better with Brogdon. They, but they can't recover from that shit with the coach. That's too much. No, that guy's yeah, all that. Toxic, he, was fuck, he, he was fucking the head of the company's wives and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. is way too toxic, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they could still do. I mean, I was looking at preseason numbers for them too. Brogdon's got like 10. <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted, dude. Yeah. Brogdon's got like 10 assists and he was only playing like 21 mil. I'm like, that's dangerous. Brogdon is an injury prone dude, but. They finally got a point guard. So I don't want to count them out completely. Um, but I think, I don't know, Milwaukee got better. Milwaukee, man. That's the pick. Yeah. Who else got better? Did the Heat get better? No, the Heat stayed the same. Then who else? There's one other team that got better. Riley was trying to get Durant and was trying to get, yeah. the, who was the other one? Maybe Kyrie. And that shit just didn't happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I I think my gut's telling me Milwaukee or Boston. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm picking Milwaukee. I mean, Giannis, you know, he's he's a beast. And Middleton, right. if Middleton's healthy that, that last year, you know, yeah, it's a good story, man. So yeah, I'm picking Milwaukee there, Andy. I agree. Cool. Same. All right, let's go west. What do we have in the? That's more group? of a shit show right now because all <laughs> the good players moved east this year, and a lot of the, a lot of those teams. That could be a draw because, like, I would say Golden State, but now with this debacle, like, I just saw them play without Draymond, and we beat them in the preseason. Lakers yeah. beat them. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And we look, we were looking good. I'm not gonna. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't want to be biased. Like, I did put my money on. I, I did a parlay with. I did a parlay with uh, betting the Bills winning the championship and the Lakers winning the championship, and um, it was like plus thirty seven hundred or something crazy. I- but um, I it's tough. I'd still think Golden State's the most um stacked team in the West. Yeah, but there's like some sleepers, like Memphis got Memphis. better. Memphis could Memphis could do it. But I just I don't know if if there's a healthy LeBron and if there's a healthy Anthony Davis, I just don't know who's gonna beat them in seven games. So I'm going to go Lakers. I'm going to go Lakers because I uh, my heart is with it. Normally, my, when I pick from my heart, I, it never happens. But I'm going Lakers Bucks. Nice. Good pick. I'm, Who are you I'm going, going on the West? I'm going Clippers, man. Oh, Clippers. I think this yep. is the year that it all comes together for them. You know, I'm, so, so. I'm sorry. I know, I know you would hate that. I probably. know. I know. I know. I always forget about the Clippers. Cause I, I erase <laughs> it from my head. But you might be right. This is the year um, Kawhi looks huge. He he got bigger. He got like, he added like 30 more pounds of muscle. Paul George ain't fucking around. The only, I think the, 
the dark horse is if um, John Wall could play. Yeah. And them staying healthy. Just a big yeah. if. Big fucking if. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, I, I don't know. I'm always about every three years is due for an injury. And um, Paul George already had his injury. Yeah. And uh, John Wall's coming from an injury. So he's going to, I don't know. You might be right, actually. It might be the Clippers. We'll see, man. One more question. I'll let you go, Andy. Have you right, heard buddy. about this about this uh, prospect that's going to be the number one pick next year? The French dude, seven yeah. four French dude. Yeah, it's one, insane. One Bayamba, one Bayamba, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen his highlights? I've been watching that. Dude. Yeah, I've been. He's unbelievable. He's he's going to be a game changer. He oh, hundred percent. And I think the I think uh, and everyone you could tell by how everyone's picking up picks like Utah and San Antonio. They're all they're ever. There's going to be a lot of flopping for this dude. So there's only going to be like competition for half the league. Like half the league is going to compete. The other half is going to compete to get this dude. It's going to be a shit show after Christmas, right? Oh yeah. It's <laughs> silly, but I really, I don't know. It, it depends. Who's the worst team. I think the worst team is going to be, I mean, it's either San Antonio or Utah. is going to get this dude. Love it. But he's amazing. He's dude, a seven foot guy. Normally they're all slinky and like weird. Yeah. This guy can move like nobody. Yeah. He's, he's he's like an alien. I don't understand him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And um I, I just worry about big it's like the Anthony Davis syndrome. Like he's big and he could dribble, but those dudes who are that tall, ACL injuries all look at what happened to Shed Holgram. Yeah, a pickup game, <laughs> seven one. He's big. He's seven one. Right, that was that was like sad, but it, it could work out in Oklahoma's advantage. It could end what up if, being blessing. Yeah, what if like you know, if that guy is the guy, the new face of NBA, then everyone in the league is going to have to be seven foot. Yeah, there's not going to be like a six foot point guard anymore. It won't yeah. exist. Everyone is like you could tell by how big the wings are. Yeah. All like the small forwards now have to be fucking six seven and six eight. I'm like, yeah, they're getting like ridiculous. These athletes. Yeah, what happened Pretty to amazing. Muggsy Bugs, You know, remember Muggsy Bogues? Like, what happened to that? Yeah, guy? do you think he'll? Do you think he could, like? <laughs> it's like yeah, Muggsy Bogues, Isaiah Thomas. Like those guys aren't making it in no. this league. Like all the, no. it's so yeah. funny. Like G League, like really talented point guards, but they're all six foot and they'll never make the league. But the exactly. real candidate, like Mason, uh, the kid from Kansas, uh, Mason, the third. But he's so good. Yeah. But he's six foot. Yeah, it sucks. Good. It's gonna be a tall. It's gonna be a tall and lanky league. I love it. Ten years. Yeah. Man, Andy, you'll have to come back for the NBA Finals preview, brother. Every time, bro. You tell me when. I'm in. I'll be your basketball correspondent. We hope to see you um, on the road, my friend, because you're gonna be rocking. You're gonna be rocking and rolling starting. I'll be in. I'll be at a uh, Brooklyn Bowl. Um, Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville, December 19th. Love it. Brother, World Saving Podcast, one of the best life spectacles there are on the earth. Andy Fresco. Man, Thank what you, a pleasure, buddy. brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Have a good one, bud. Later. Later. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.